This podcast is proudly presented by Fan Babble Sports. What are we doing? I don't know, mate. That kid is superstar fire. in the making. Like the play's already gone, just please. Just put your flag up. Yeah, but what are you, mate? I mean, I am a wanker. You're listening to the Circle and Rectangle Show, Australia's finest A-Leagues podcast. Well, round one of A-League men's action is done and dusted, and what a start to the season. Jamie Brown, how was that weekend of action for you? It was awesome. Great to be back. It took too long to get here, but man, it was great to have football oh, back on TV. and On, on free to air TV on Saturday night. I didn't watch it on free to air TV because I was at the live venue, but look... I thought it was great coverage as well for Paramount. Perfect timings yeah. on like all night. It was good to watch football at a regular time on a, a weekend evening instead of like 1am when we want to watch the European game. But no, A-League action, yep. great timing. And what a start to the season for defending champions. Uh, Melbourne City coming off with three points. But I'll tell you what, one thing I did notice about um, Melbourne City, and I think that's probably one of the greatest initiatives I've seen in the A-League, their badge is golden. Their Ooh. A-League logo on their right chest is golden. That. Everyone else's is white or black like or that. like fitting into the into the jerseys. Theirs was gold. No, I did notice that actually. It looks really good on yeah. the sky blue. I look forward to being Incorrect. on the jersey next year. Not going to happen. Happens, but um, yeah, no, it was it was good. I like that idea. You know, I mean, they do the if they do it in the Premier League. You have the FA logo on the side, and that's gold for your champions. So it's good to see that we're bringing that out down here. Of course, the City Football Group have Manchester City and Melbourne City as champions this season. So, a few gold things going around. A few gold going around. But look, it was a great weekend of action. And I'll tell you what, we're going to jump straight into it. The results are in. That's right. The results are in for the first round of A-League men's action. Kicking off Friday night. Defending champions taking on Brisbane Raw. Melbourne City 2. Brisbane Raw 1. What a game to start off the A-League season. Yeah, I, I actually kind of thought City kind of struggled mm-hmm. to get moving. Like, you look at their front three, a little bit of a slow start. Obviously, they got going with the goal to Curtis Good and then Metcalf almost, to what, two, three minutes very later? Quick, very quick, yeah. Up, it took but... them 40 minutes to open their account. Uh, Brisbane defending very well for the first 40 minutes of that game. But yeah, yeah. Melbourne City firing two very quick goals. But uh, Brisbane coming back through Luka Ivanovic, and they looked like they were going to get a second. Yeah, I actually thought they were going to spoil City's party. They looked really good, a lot better than I thought they would be. Seeing Ivanovic score was a good moment, but a heartbreaking moment because oh, a Sydney up, boy, you, I thought he had a big future for clown. us. But good to see him score. A short guy like him as well scoring a header was he's great. Not, he's taller than both yeah. of us. Yeah, but that's not saying much. <laughs> Let's be he's, honest. he's not a midget. <laughs> yeah, but he's not like a Daniel Sturridge sort of tall striker. Like he's what? Not even, he's just over he's six foot? like six one at least. That's plenty height for a striker. Yeah, man, I'm six, so it's not <laughs> like just got it's me, not like Nisbet but... scoring a header at five foot three. That's a, that's an achievement. Oh. But no, Ivanovic is. I was going to mention another short player from a club that I love scoring headers all the time, even though he's short. But I won't because it pisses Jared off all the Actually. fucking time. So <laughs> yeah, there it is. But you know, it was it was hard to see him score because I really thought he had a huge future at Sydney. But to see him go to Brisbane and continue to do well was good and. Brisbane's not going to be as bad no, as they they're going to. They're yeah. going to provide a good. Miller Usnich, yeah. Miller Usnich should have scored a goal. Just rocketed off the post. Oh, yeah, so. they deserved a second. But um, John O'Shea with the assist yep. for um Ivanovic's goal that was a perfect cross. 
Curtain Cross. But um, we move on to the Saturday night fixtures. The uh, two games simultaneous kickoff. We'll go with the Melbourne Derby first, the one that was shown on Paramount Plus. Uh, 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 Melbourne Inconvenience. No, it's a derby for them. I don't care. Yeah, really? <laughs> well, I'm not from Melbourne, so I don't care. I can't comment on it. We'll go with one of the Melbourne True derbies. Enough. Melbourne victory won uh, away against Western United. Miranda scoring from a corner. Uh, a great header. Jamie Young doing everything to keep Western United in the game. But uh, a clean sheet and three points for Tony Popovich's return to the A-League. Yeah, not an impressive performance from victory. And Jamie Young's going to have to get used to doing that mm-hmm. for Western United because I think it's going to be a long season for them. But, you know, it's the first game of... You know, his tenure at the club, they get a win, they get a clean sheet, like you said. Looked good in patches, but not impressive as I kind of expected. I thought they'd get to do this one very easily, but hey, a win's a win. That's what Melbourne Victory fans have been craving for a while now. <laughs> Melbourne so, Victory with a know. victory. Um, yeah, three points <laughs> in the first to uh, week. start their campaign off, and they've got a big another another big derby next week, actually against Melbourne City. But um, oh, the, the real, real Melbourne, Melbourne derby. derby. Um, but we move on the prime time. A-League men's action on free-to-air TV is one of the biggest games on the calendar year. Western Sydney Wanderers at home against Sydney FC, the Sydney Derby. It's normally a very good occasion. It's a fantastic atmosphere out at the stadium. Yep. And we come away with a nil or draw. Yeah, red versus blue, east versus west, good versus evil. Rich versus poor. Um, scum rich versus, scum poor. versus good blokes, <laughs> hardworking nice. people. Um <laughs> um, uh, Fibros versus Silvertails <laughs> All the analogies that you get thrown around for this derby And yeah, nil all, as I predicted Vindication for show. Jamie Brown He said it was going to be a nil all draw yes, it, wasn't, it wasn't a boring nil all draw like he said There was no, there were definitely I, chances yeah. But I, I, I tell you what I haven't seen a more even contest in A-League in a while It was a very, very even contest Yeah, a, a definite deserved draw I mean, you said it would be a one all or a two, two all draw So we both sort of went with draw Because you guys reloaded really well. Sydney hasn't really improved much as a squad, but they are still a really good team. Cam Sober for me. I tell you what, I thought FC, Cam I Sober, it, but Cam Sober was your best player, hundred yeah, percent. I thought, and a lot of Sydney FC fans yeah. hated it that we, that we signed him. I told he you, he was phenomenal. He made Adama yeah. Traore look like a clown. Former teammates, now bitter rivals. But yep. yeah, Cam Sober playing in the right wing position. He started, which was a bit of a shock to me, but he proved why he started. He yeah, had, same. Had yeah. Adama Traore on skates the entire game. Um, yep. But yeah, Thomas Myas in the Western Sydney Wanderers goal. Fantastic saves on debut, keeping a clean sheet. Um, Andrew Redmayne keeping a clean sheet for Sydney FC with, again, a few good saves. And I think... Yeah. Besides Reese Williams, like a stalwart and what a massive debut he had for the club. Yeah. We said last week, best signing for the Wanderers was Reese Williams and he proved he did. And then one four more signing that the Wanderers made after last week's show was uh, England international or English player, Jack Rodwell, signing for two-year deal with the club. And then he comes off the bench and almost scores an absolute worldie. And let's just do the justice right, all right? He's a former Everton, Manchester City, Sunderland, and Sheffield United player. I'm sick of people disrespecting Sheffield United and also an England yeah. international. But yeah, that would have been a fairy tale moment, much like fucking Scott McDonald last season in the derby comes off the bench and scores a goal. It almost, almost was, it was an absolute it thunderous week, but, hit. Um, but no, it was a very, very even contest. Um, wasn't as fiery as what about, like a normal Sydney derby I, can I, be, I, but um. There were yeah. some challenges thrown in. Uh, Reese Williams absolutely cleaning up a few players, but um, he got a well-deserved man of the match. And uh, yeah, oh, look, should have been Cam probably. Silver. But if <laughs> if he's one, maybe. But yeah, Reese Williams absolutely keeping us yeah. in the game there. And um, look, I'm I'm gonna happy happily walk away with a clean sheet and a point from a Sydney derby. 
and both active active supports on point. I saw marches through our Instagram stories from both teams, both like active supports. The COVID Parramatta station before the game looked amazing. The RVB walking through the park before the game looked really good too. So credit to the RVB. Oh, you shut oh, it! That hurt my mouth. Not to say that, Ugh. but um, no, it was it was the, look, active support needs to really be a highlight of the A League. And I tell you what, look, it's, a, a it's Sydney derby up, is where the active support really kicks off. Like yep. I absolutely hate Sydney FC and the Cove, but I tell you what, they they show too, up when it's a Sydney derby, <laughs> and boy, does it create an atmosphere. That was the biggest I've seen the Cove go away for a couple of seasons Ever. for this derby. It seems like it's I know COVID's kind of fucked with it, but like it's been a while since we've had that type of support. Well, I mean. Parramatta Stadium, you couldn't fit that type of mm. fan in. But, you know, that was what uh, the entire corner in a bay over up to the top of the stand with, with the Cove. Huge support traveling. I saw a lot of videos. But credit to the active support all the way around. Perth Glory, the shed looked uh, fucking amazing for their game. Uh, Mariners traveled really good despite the shit conditions. The squadron looked almost like it was a full bay. So I'd love to see them get to what they used to be. Melbourne City, yet as usual, sounded like a library. They do their best, but, you know, it's Melbourne. They've still got heavy restrictions. You know, everyone showed up. It was, and it was good, good to see. see. Good to hear as well. Continues. You could hear some of the traveling MacArthur fans up there in uh, Newcastle as well. Um, and the, and the, what, the Mariners fans. <laughs> that was. We'll, we'll talk we'll, about that when we talk um, about But yeah, that, that was that was a good good uh, opening Saturday night for the uh, Sydney Derby. Mm. But then we ended up in yeah, Fred Air. But then we ended up in Perth with uh, one all draw between Perth Glory and Adelaide United. Kasuni Yangi on the score sheet again for Adelaide. He's proving to be a great young talent, but yep. Bruno Fornaroli, you cannot be doing that, sir. Sturridge, you, you're going to have to sit on the bench That's a couple the of quality weeks. That's the quality of the A-League. when he's still doing that. And he just looked deadly the entire game. Like he, what, what is he, like 36 34, like 35, something he's, like that. Okay, so he's old. How can you be doing that type of shit? Like just to look up and go, ah, fuck it, bang. Like, come Absolute on, man. Absolute crap. But the thing, the perfect, like, the turn in like 40 yards out, just a perfect yeah. turn to open himself up, takes four or five yards, and then just goes, oh, I'm hitting this now. Yep. Oh, they're not coming and closing me down. Ah, Bang. <laughs> yeah, Send he does. It. <laughs> Come away with a point. And yeah, active support from the shed was outstanding to hear. And then Daniel Sturridge, yeah. the big marquee signing of the A-League men's this season, coming off the bench. And he looked, he looked fit-ish, but he looked good off the ball, making a few runs here and there. But um, look, it was a great game and well-deserved draw. For Adelaide and Perth, Glory. How, how was his hair? Um, Did he find the right good. barber? It looked good. Okay, so yeah, he's found, he's found a, a barber at least. Um, but then good. we move on I'm to glad. the Sunday fixtures, and we start kicked off Sunday with an F3 derby. And I tell you what, this was a cracking game of football. They usually are because these, like, it might be a forgotten derby in the A-League, but not to these clubs. They fucking hate each other. And it was entertaining. Deserved a sellout crowd for sure, where the conditions were a bit shit, so you can't understand, but... Man, this is a derby. I don't care if it's raining, you go to it. They And the performance they put on, they deserved a full crowd. Credit to our boy, Nick Montgomery, friend of the show, friend of mine. First winner's top gaffer. Congrats, mate. I know you're listening. But yeah, great game. Great game. And Newcastle almost Newcastle, look, <laughs> almost. Uh, 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 Newcastle doing what Brisbane did, coming getting at least one goal back. And I honestly thought they were going to bag a second as well. But yeah. um, yep. Yep. Central Coast opening the scoring through Josh Nisbet in his first A-League goal. Uh, winning the ball back in the midfield, and then Urena playing a lovely through ball to Nisbet, who slots it past Jack Duncan before uh, Jacob Farrell on debut for the Central Coast Mariners, another youngster coming through their academy that, that uh, Nick Montgomery led into the squad, and he, yep. yeah, fantastic diving. Yep. He looked good up and down that wing. He did. He It wasn't just that. That wasn't his only input. He looked really solid at that left-back wing role. 
and yeah, glad yeah. he got a goal. Powerful that was a thump, header. Thumping Terrible header. Marking. But I'll tell you what, Newcastle coming back through Valentino Yule, and this was another thumping header. But I just, the ball, the cross in was absolutely on a dime. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, perfectly weighted. Hard to read the flight like that. Birgitte didn't know whether to come or just stay. But, you know, they also, they, they hit the, was it Pena or? Um, Mikaladze yeah, or whatever his name the is. He hit the woodwork. and They were so close to getting a point in that derby, but, you know, Mariners Day, full credit to them. They, they played really – it was it was just a great game. I was sitting here watching it on the big screen because I could stream through my Chromecast. Thank, thank you, Paramount+. Plus. Just a great game. A, Every game yeah, it was, entertaining was entertaining all around. Like, and then we finished the round off with MacArthur at home in Newcastle <laughs> to the Wellington Phoenix. A little bit like Western United. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the inconvenience, making themselves an inconvenience, not being able to play anywhere yep. near their home. Um, one <laughs> versus Wellington Phoenix one. Um, this was, again, this was a good game as well. Um, Wellington Phoenix, yep. are looking. I don't know if they looked better than I thought they were going to be, or MacArthur are looking worse mm. than I thought they were going to be. But it was an even contest. Gary Hooper opening the scoring through a penalty, thumping it right down the middle. Um, before Lockie Rose scores his second A-League goal with a fantastic volley off a corner. But Philip Curto, what a performance. He was man of the match for MacArthur. He's the only reason they didn't lose. He proved why we, we think he's one of the best goalkeepers in the league. Was a little worried when he went down with that little knock that his own player kicked him in the face. But, you know, he's got that history of concussion. But he got up and he was fine. But yeah, the only reason they didn't lose was because of him. Because Wellington Phoenix hit them with everything in that second half with the wind at their backs and the conditions as they were. And he stood tall and... Credit to MacArthur, their defense did stood tall, but Wellington, uh, you know, a few people have tipped them to come last this year. I'm questioning mm. that. They, I mean, Clayton Lewis looked really good. Hooper looked pretty good. You forget that they do have some other quality players that weren't just Ulysses Davila and Tommy Hamed last year. Like they are a pretty good side, and Ufetale is and a I think, great coach. Uh, before, um, tactics wise, I think they absolutely nailed it. They didn't give uh, yeah. Craig Noon or Ulysses Davila that much time on the ball, which I think hinted. Nope. Um, MacArthur's attack very slightly, and um, but yeah, no, it was a great game of football, and what a way to end the first round of A League men's action. And I tell you what, one thing we haven't done in a while, it is goal of the week. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! And look, I think we've hinted at who it was, but it was an absolutely yep. amazing strike, <laughs> and you can't be doing it at your age, Mister Fornaroli. But um, look, he provides for the A-League. He's a proven A-League goalscorer with his time at uh, Melbourne City. And then he goes to Perth, stunted his performances a little bit, and he's moved to Perth. But look, tell you what, the class is still there. What a hit, son. He's he's still deadly, whether it's in the box or from, you know, what was it, like 25 yards probably where he hit it. He's a class player, and it was a fantastic strike. As soon as you said goal of the week, um, yeah, I couldn't have, I couldn't have agreed more. Nothing came close to that. Lucky Rose's volley was good. It was a well controlled volley, but a few diving headers in the uh, F three derby came close, but it, it yeah, <laughs> Fornaroli, what a hit, son! But um, no. yeah, perfect. What a way to end round one of A League men's actions, and there was a few things to come from this as well. So we'll get into some hot topics. First top topic I want to talk about, Jamie Brown, is the inconvenience. Yeah, we uh, talked a little bit about it. You know, they moved their home game to Newcastle because Campbelltown Stadium is a pit of that we hinted at it's well a over a field. month ago. Yeah, you sent me a photo a month ago. We talked about it, and it still is terrible. So there's something sour going in southwestern Sydney. The inconvenience, much like Western United, don't really have a home right now. So 
I don't know what what they're going to do with that club. You have a lot more information than I do since you live mm-hmm. in that area, but uh, I mean, they shouldn't have been there one, in the first yes, place. Yes, that's and... why they are an inconvenience. The club should never have been given to MacArthur. Um, it is a very, very good home for football and like a lot of youth teams out here as well, a lot of youth clubs. Um, but look, rumours flying around everywhere. Don't know how the credibility of it, but yeah, rumours are uh, they want to move the club already. Two seasons in. I support. I absolutely support the decision. The <laughs> Get rid of them. I don't want you. <laughs> I think. Um, no. I think Canberra should have had a team first, which is a massive blight on Canberra and the ACT. Uh, MacArthur don't. You know, West Sydney, Western Sydney didn't need another team. There were thousands of Wanderers fans in Campbelltown, MacArthur area, so they didn't need to do that. It's like we always say: it's the inconvenience when you when you have to play MacArthur in Campbelltown, which you probably won't this year. It's just who gives a shit. West versus East is great. East versus Southwest, West versus Southwest, that's just mm-hmm. inconvenient. Like, move them to Canberra or move them to Wollongong. No. They should probably take their well, home no, games to Wollongong yeah. for the rest of the year. Don't move them to Wollongong. Wollongong deserve their own team, which is the Wolves. Canberra deserved is the uh, Wolves, a team yeah. there since they've already got the W League. But the thing uh, me and my brother were talking about as well, why have we not already got a team in Tasmania? There is no professional sports teams in Australia, in Tasmania, yep. apart from Hobart Hurricanes, who play six weeks of a year. And it's cricket, so it's not really relevant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. I this could be a great opportunity to do that. I mean, friend friend of the show, friend of ours, Riley Munro. Their plans to sort of move him to Liverpool. He's already said if they do that, um, I'm out. Like this is Macarthur. It's the Macarthur Bulls. Liverpool isn't Macarthur. It's just not. So if you move him there, you're going to lose a lot of fans. They'll all go back to the Wanderers or Sydney FC. Like that's what they used to be. So shout out Pat. Mm. Um, <laughs> move him to Tasmania. You're. I've I've been saying that amongst like my like mine and our friends. Like, let's be the first professional league in the country to put a professional sports team down there. Put them down there, make them purple. It'd be great for the league to see a purple club. Do, do you? I mean, did you forget the Perth Glory are purple? Oh shit! Yeah, that's right. But they're so like no one cares about WA. They're all they're, they're almost Move their them. own country now. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, like they almost will be. It'll be like having a Wales team in the league. <laughs> We'll have a WA team in the no, It's ridiculous. Look, um, yeah, so there's we- a few rumors floating around, a lot of backroom dramas and that. But yeah, like we said well over a month ago that Campbelltown Stadium was not going to be ready for round one. And then you wouldn't believe it two days before <laughs> they go, oh, it's not ready. Um, well, it was a smart move. Which you could have probably yeah, seen it was a week a smart ago. move to move into Newcastle. Um, there's already, one, you've already got cameras and everything up there. You've got the officials there. Yep. You've got security. You've got police, blah, blah, blah. It's an easy, easy solution. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well done to the Central Coast fans that hung around at Newcastle to uh, boo um, <laughs> yeah. Danny De Silva every time he touched the ball from MacArthur. And uh, well done to the travelling bullpen. I know a few of them got up there to support the Bulls. Um, but uh, it is a good it, away it's trip. A, it's a fantastic away trip. But one thing that really annoyed me, um, I know Newcastle fans, like I know neither of those teams are yours, but if you got tickets to a game and you get two for one, just fucking hang around. Just, I know the weather was shit, but just around, move yeah. undercover. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty quiet crowd towards the end. Just duck back up into the top stand. They should open it. And yeah, enjoy a second game of football with some world-class players from Wellington Phoenix. And MacArthur were also there. So, yeah. um, <laughs> Philip, Philip Curto was there. He's Philip Curto talk. was there. He used to be a decent footballer. Um, but yeah, look, that was a yeah, bit, of an, very a bit of an annoyance. I, I laughed about it. Um, yeah, friend of the show. It did have reminiscence of uh, COVID yeah, times. it was. It was very reminiscent of like, where's the crowd? But then they would... Pl- except for those yeah, Mariner fans. You knew they were there. MacArthur could play at home and I'd still be asking, where's the crowd? Yeah. <laughs> and then still he was a fucking hellbell. Oh, God damn it. 
There was a few Let's in Newcastle too, which really irked me. That's something we should have left you behind. Couldn't, it's not like that. It, yeah, that's why we should yeah. move them. Don't carry that shit to Tasmania. No. No. So, In fact, Tasmanian government, if you're listening, and I know you are, decree a law now that bans cowbells before they move the club Correct. to your state. But yeah, that's enough for the inconvenience. It already it irks me enough to talk about it. It's already an inconvenience. It's, it's a legitimate inconvenience. Here we are joking about them being <laughs> yeah. an inconvenience, but no, they are a legitimate inconvenience. Get rid of them. An inconvenience to their own fans. Get rid of them. <laughs> yep. <sighs> All right, moving on. Hot topics. What else we got, Jamie Brown? Uh... Where where do you want to go? I thought Sturridge was mayor. We you said Sturridge was mayor, but then you didn't even realize that the bloke didn't start. Yeah, I didn't watch the game live, so um, we could probably talk about Paramount Plus because yeah. there's been mixed reaction to their coverage of the weekend. I thought it was phenomenal. I loved it. The only times it ever stopped streaming was during ad breaks, and let's face it, no one gives a shit but about ad breaks anyway. So everyone has everyone forgotten that Optus Sport was shit at the start of the Premier League, and then they actually had to give the World yeah. Cup to SBS because they were that bad. Yep. I clearly, clearly remember that. Paramount like. Plus were nowhere near as bad. Like, what a few buffering what? issues. That's not their problem. That's your internet. That's it. That's not a streaming problem. That's a check your internet. There was pretty bad conditions in Sydney. So if you did, did have, like, some breaks in the streaming, that's probably why, because the weather was terrible. But I thought they were great. I loved it. I loved hearing Simon Hill on Friday night. Brought back great memories. 10 play Sydney Derby would have been great if it was a winning game or goals were scored, but I think the quality of the football will stand strong in the end and will bring fans in. I have no, no issues it, with Paramount Plus. I, I thought, thought it was, it was great. great. Like, my brother was watching the Perth Glory Adelaide United game on our drive home from the Sydney Derby. Not an issue. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're, you're traveling through a couple of black spots out that way, like when it comes to 4G and stuff, and you're yeah, still it was streaming. Perfect. It. Like, I mean that whole. The only sort of I had one barrier. one issue with Paramount Plus, and that was because I didn't set it up right. That was on me. Well, my, my one issue was that they brought Archie Thompson <sighs> over. So, um, the one negative was that, but other than that, it was perfect. The pre-show stuff was great. The halftime show was good. You alerted it to me today, just before we came on, that they do very similar to Optus Sport with their that twenty-four minute highlights or three-minute quick highlights. All they need now is the all the goals, which who knows they could drop tonight. You know, they used to have the A League preview show on a Friday, on a Monday night. So, you know, I I, I loved I had it. Absolutely I no issues, it. not a single one. Just that actually. But yeah, if you're if you're having if you're having buffering easily. issues with the streaming service, I'll give you a hint. It's not the streaming service. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and all those people saying, let's just give something back to Foxtel. Just remember that they gave no fucks the last two seasons. Do we not remember that W League game that just cut to that random dude sitting there watching something on Netflix? Uh, do we not? They had, that, that, that was that the happened. one. I, I didn't watch it because it was on at the same time, and I was watching the game. But yeah, apparently for the, like the first minute or so of the West United Melbourne victory, there was like the team sheets or whatever on the screen. But that was played out in whoop whoop in Melbourne. That's their problem. Yeah, I, that's again. That's and if a, you were watching the problem. like Western United versus Melbourne victory on a Saturday night while a Sydney derby's on, sort your priorities. You deserve what you get. Like yeah, yeah. They they had their their, their attention elsewhere. When it came to the A League men's, like, sorted out. But yeah, no, I got no Paramount issues. Plus, I'm loving it. Viacom, CBS, Channel Ten. You're doing a bang up job. Keep it up. Yep. And they're pr- promoting the shit out of it. Like there were ads for the Sydney Derby in Adelaide. Like they are promoting big games all around the country. They care about the sport. They care about its development. I can't wait for the W League to start to see what they do with that. But yeah, I. It's it was, a, it was amazing. It was fantastic. Well done. 
um, Paramount Plus, Viacom, CBS, Channel Ten. You're doing yep. a bang up job. Oh, it has to. It has to work. It will work. Keep it up. Love your work. Yeah. Um, and it's just a air um, of excitement. Something. New, I, honestly, like. as you said, I haven't seen this much advertisement for the A League in a long time. Like, <laughs> yeah. we were we were joking about it, saying, um, like a month a month and a half ago, there was nothing, and then all of a sudden, there's ads everywhere. It just went boom, bang. <laughs> Buses, trains, billboards, TV, Channel 10's cross-promotion. they got Tara Rushton doing two different random, really popular Channel 10 shows. But then like. there was like interviews with both goalkeepers for the Sydney Derby on Channel 10. Yeah. it's they're, I'm, I, they're doing a great job. I'm so happy with this. Change is as good as a holiday, and this is the best holiday yeah, I've been on Yeah, very good. Um, but look, we move on. One of the other hot topics we had was Aussies abroad. And boy, some Aussies abroad doing well. <laughs> yeah, not so much in the men's all the side, Matildas. but Hayley Rasso. Oh, it's all the Matildas, yeah. Um, Hayley Rasso, uh, Manchester City, two goals and assist in five, one minutes. five minutes over overnight. So she's coming into her own. I've always said she's an amazing footballer for the Matildas. She's proven it on the, one of the bigger clubs in Europe. Uh, Sam Kerr, absolutely killing it every week. She's proving why she's the best in the world. Both Signing a new deal with Chelsea as well, another two yep. years. Yeah, so she's going to... Probably go down as one of the best players in Chelsea history, both men's and women's, because she's just a freak. She and her combination with Fran Kirby up front is deadly. Like they beat City what four 0 last weekend. Like, yeah, they're uh, they're gonna win yep. everything this year. Uh, Mary Mary Fowler, Montpellier, two goals in her. I think it was her first start, eh? Off the bench. No, yeah. off the bench. Off the bench. Yeah. So another we saw her in the World Cup. Ah, uh, sorry, in the Olympics. Looked amazing. She is one to watch for the future. She's gonna kill it for the Matildas in twenty twenty three. And Rebecca Stoddy, closer to home. Um, she was back on the pitch for Melbourne City in a preseason game. So she's making her comeback from uh, cancer treatment. And I'm really excited for that because she was a great player, football player before she had to step away from the game for a bit. And I can't wait to see her back, even though it's for Melbourne yeah. City. Uh, yeah, but that's... Look, the Matildas absolutely killing it abroad. And um, I cannot yep. wait to watch them next weekend versus the United States National Women's Soccer oh, Team. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's an exciting. That's an exciting time. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday lunchtime. lunchtime. I will 3 be there. At three p.m. Get out at there. Sydney Olympic Park, and then also Tuesday in Newcastle. So that's a big event too. Um, McDonald's Jones yeah. Stadium up there in Newcastle. But yeah, two games for the Matildas versus the U.S. National Women's Soccer Team. Um, yeah, good to see the U.S. coming yeah, down here. Surprising, and at three p.m. on a Saturday, so club. it's <laughs> at least like ten p.m. or eleven p.m. in like the USA. So, the, so it's getting shown on uh, TV over there too, which is perfect. Oh, it'll be primetime TV. They love their women's soccer. Not primetime, but free to air. Yeah, they love it way more than the men's. <laughs> kind of like us, because they're going to win something. Yeah, Kind of like us, yeah. Because uh, we'll switch to the Socceroos. Um, another terrible result mm-hmm, against China. Mm-hmm. One all against China. Now third in the group. It's uh, it's not looking good. No, it is not. <laughs> <laughs> Until that Saudi Arabia game, I had all the confidence in the world they were going to qualify top. They draw with Saudi Arabia, draw with China. We are making this very <laughs> difficult for ourselves. Yeah, I know. We as Aussies, we like to be the battlers. But I don't want to battle. On, I just, just want to be there. <laughs> no, I just just want to be there. Yeah, even though it is Qatar and no one really cares about it, just be there. In all honesty, <laughs> we shouldn't have Cup. to go through this because this should be our World Cup, and we'd already been to qualify. However, just because it's that, I still want to fucking be there. Yeah, yeah. And, and the more the Socceroos are in World Cups and uh, go long in the Asian Cup, the better it is for the game down under. Thank God the Matildas are good, but the Socceroos need to step up. Graham Arnold needs to figure this out. You don't have Harry Suter for the rest of the qualifiers, so you've got to figure that hole in defense. 
but someone needs to start scoring fucking goals. Yeah. Mitch Duke has been scoring we goals. A, we need a Fiduka. as a former Wanderer. Which, yeah, credit to him. But he's old. We need a new Mark Fiduka, a new Tim Cahill. We need someone coming through that can bang in why goals is, consistently. Why is Graham Arnold so hesitant to use Jamie McLaren? I mean, he proves. I mean, he didn't score this week for the city, but he was there and thereabouts. He was a little rusty, but yeah. Why aren't you starting him up front with Leckie and Boyle either side of him? Like, that's a pretty fucking deadly pair. And now that Leckie's playing with McLaren in the A League, combination's just going to go up. <sighs> Tell you what. I mean, I get that you like you like Mitch Duke. He is a very good player. He's good off the bench if you're chasing, but starting a game, throw everything you can, get that lead. Cap the cum dog. I don't know. I, I'm cap the cum dog for the. L- for the love of That's God, all we can get say. the Captain Humbug in there. Or use Jamie yeah. McLaren. Jamie McLaren, score goals for the Socceroos. But um, look, yep. I think that's it for Hot Topics. I'm pretty much out of topics. Yeah, we kind of covered it. All the Hot Topics I had written down, we sort of covered as we went along. <laughs> My biggest thing was huge credit to the Mariners. Yeah, that was pretty much it. Well done to the Mariners fan for booing Danny De Silva. <laughs> that was gold. But look, we move on. Round two of the A-League action men's kicks off this Friday night with Western United versus Perth Glory. Uh, this is Perth Glory's first of like eight away games in a row. I wonder why. Well, they got no one, no one to blame but that douchebag clown McGowan. So, yeah, Dylan McGowan, I, I hate you. Perth Thank win. God you're gone. <laughs> and Mark McGowan, yeah. you're a clown. <laughs> um, yeah, West United at home to Perth Glory. I can only see this going one way. Draw. Yeah, honestly, I, I mean, Perth could maybe win, but West United weren't terrible against the victory. So, yeah, I, and yeah, I could see this being a draw, and God hope it's not Fornaroli with another Yeah, day. maybe. Although, maybe I do I, hope We it do is. like seeing bangers here, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go draw for West United, Perth, Glory. Maybe one all, maybe nil all. I don't know yet. Uh, I was thinking yeah. one all as but well. Then, I think West United will get their goal. Jamie Young will do everything he can to stop the goal, yeah. but it will happen. Always does. But then Saturday night, we kick off at 5 p.m. Wellington Phoenix, or the Wollongong Phoenix, as they will be known as they are at home, versus the Central <laughs> Press Mariners. Honestly, uh, until this weekend's games, I would have picked the Mariners to do this one pretty mm. simple, pretty easily. But I think Wellington Phoenix looked really good. They are very hard to beat in Wollongong. They had a great run of form last year. I think they're, what, eleven or 10 or 11 games unbeaten mm. now in the league? So they're looking good, but I got to back my boy, Nick Montgomery. I think the Mariners will get a win, 1-0 to the Mariners. But Wellington Phoenix are a good side. Um, they're not going to be terrible. I'm going to go Central Coast as well, but I'm going to go 2-1. Gary Hooper will score another goal. Um, But no. That would be awesome. Central Coast looking good. And yeah, I'll go 2-1 victory. But then the Saturday night, double headers kicking off with a... Oh, sorry. I got this wrong. I thought there was the Melbourne Derby this week, but it's not. It's Adelaide United versus Melbourne City. Oh, yeah at 7.45pm, and then also kicking off at the same time, Sydney FC versus The Inconvenience. Which one is the free-to-air t- Surely I not Sydney FC. I think it could be Sydney FC. I mean, if you want to call that a derby, you can, but we're not going to call it a derby here. It's an inconvenience. Also played at a terrible stadium for viewing a game on TV. I hate Nostrada Jubilee Stadium. I think Sydney FC will win. I think they'll get their first win, 2-0 against MacArthur. They just didn't impress me enough, MacArthur. So. And I think Sydney FC defensively was solid. And I mean, it's the same. It's you march on the same. Oh, team I'll tell you week, what. So, if yeah, Cam Sober plays like that, he'll run rings around Meredith and he'll score. He'll score. I was just going to say, I think he's going to score a goal. So <laughs> I think he'll get his first goal for Sydney in that one. And I want to say Melbourne City will beat Adelaide, but Adelaide Cooper Stadium first game of the season. They looked good last week against Perth. I think they could spring a draw here, or maybe even an upset at home. So I'm not a hundred percent confident that Adelaide will get the uh, Melbourne City will get the win. I I think I'm going to go with a two-all draw, high-scoring affair, but. 
I could see it being a 2-1 Adelaide win. All right. Well, yeah, I'm going to go. I think I think you're bang on with Sydney FC. I think it's going to be 2-0 against uh, the Inconvenience. And um, look, I'm going to back defending champions, Melbourne City. I'm going to say they'll get up 1-0. Mm. Oh, nice. Like I said, yeah, but then we move me. on to the Sunday fixtures. Melbourne victory, Brisbane Raw, 4 p.m. kickoff. Um, tell you what, I if if I didn't watch <laughs> Brisbane Raw versus Melbourne City, I would have said Melbourne victory by a landslide. But I tell oh, you yeah. what, Brisbane. <laughs> yep. The only thing is that it's yeah. in Melbourne. Like four o'clock on a Sunday, they're gonna have a really good crowd. They did look good. They looked. Really good in patches, solid defensively. So I think I'm going to pick victory to win this one two one. But Brisbane, man, they could they could get a point, they could get a goal, get a win. I don't know, but I think I think I got to go with victory. Ugh, that hurt to say, but I think victory. No, I think Melbourne victory one nil. Yeah, that'd be a good result. Brisbane, Brisbane would take that. Uh, they'd probably want want a point, but um, <laughs> yeah. No, but, I'll, I'll know, tell you what, Brisbane were good against Melbourne City, and they probably did deserve a point. Um. Yep. Yeah, no, but I think I'll stick with Melbourne victory 1-0. And then the round off the fixtures, Western Sydney Wanderers, again, at home to Newcastle Jets. I can only see this going one way, and it probably will be another draw. It always is. <laughs> um, no, I think you guys are better than Newcastle by a lot, and it's hard to say. I know they looked really good against the Mariners and probably deserved a point, but you know the Mariners aren't Western Sydney Wanderers. They have a great coach and really good young players, but the Wanderers have... The only thing the Wanderers are lacking, and I think it's the same with Sydney FC, is a good fucking manager. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I think their squads are perfect. Title contenders on their squads, but their managers are terrible. So if Carl Robinson fucks this up somehow, I can maybe see the Jets getting a point, but I think you guys will win this one. Yeah, now. I would really hope so. Look, Tomo Hamed looked good off the ball against uh, Sydney FC, really menacing that back line and a good off the ball movement. But uh, I reckon he's going to score his first Wanderers goal this weekend. But yeah, I reckon Wanderers 2-0 against Newcastle Jets. Another clean sheet. Dimi Petratus will get yeah, a goal as well. Of course he against will. Against Newcastle. Because he, loves he does. But uh, yeah, look, Wanderers <laughs> 2 0, getting our first win of the season. But look, that's it for the Circle and Rectangle Show. Wrap up of round yep. one fixtures of the A League men's. I'll tell you what, it's good to have football back. Yeah, and it's good credit to us. Back Ooh, to back look at us shows now. So <laughs> it's been a while. Look at us getting. Yeah, we form. are so good at this. <laughs> but look, we'll see you next week after another great round of A League action. But uh, keep your ears out. We'll be back. Yeah, see you guys next week. Let's go, boys. Don't you fucking dare. Thanks for tuning in for this week's episode of the Circle and Rectangle Show. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We love hearing from you guys, so please hit us up on our socials, the Circle and Rectangle Show on both Facebook and Instagram. Drop us an email, show at gmail.com or at show on both TikTok and Twitter. And don't forget to check out fanbabblesports.com for the latest blogs and podcasts.